Welcome to Ace It, a dating, romance, and sex advice podcast hosted by Ryan Meyer, noted asexual aromantic. This podcast may contain adult themes and sexual content. Check the episode description for content warnings for this episode. Hi. It's been a week. Mm, and and I sat down to record and uh my uh body was like, "Hey, would you like mm, heartburn?" And I do. I do want it. So, uh that's good. That's happening. Um I have a show to do. I I have it's going to be nice and chunky cuz I'm late. It's going to be thick. Three C's on this one. Because that's um, how I'm going to roll today. Um, So. I guess let's just dive in. I have some news. Oh, I forgot. Somebody sent me this. And I forgot to write down who it was. And now... I will never find it. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's not how I spell that. Nope, that's not how you spell that either. Oh, Jesus. I'll never find it. Well, um, thanks, uh, person who sent me this. You'll know who you are in a minute. Uh, when I talk about it uh, right now. Does your sex toy use encryption? Uh, this comes from the Mozilla blog by Jen Cultwriter. Um, this is supposed to be on Valentine's Day, but I didn't read this one on Valentine's Day. Um, uh, so if y'all don't know, um encryption is basically like uh a layer of protection on top of like normal password stuff uh to prevent people from accessing information that you don't want them to access um and this uh spans out into the greater internet of things sort of debacle which is like there's internet in my fridge and there's internet in my coffee maker and my computer and phone can talk to them over the wireless and I can um, get information Um, those things however are sometimes notoriously easy to like get into and so this is a roundup of sex toys um that both are internet connected, which is wild, and do meet their their being Mozilla, which is like the people who make the Firefox browser, minimum security standards, which is neat. 
including a, a smart vibrator called the Lion S. That's pretty good. Um, that's weird. Oh, no, I hate this. Hey, do you want your um, vibrator to um, uh, tell you <laughs> the moments in which you were receiving the most pleasure? Because there's an app for that. Uh, for 229 American dollars, you can um, have this uh, Lioness vibrator, uh, which uses an app um, that tells you about how you did doing sex on yourself. Um, so that's good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What else do we got? What else do we got here? A Kegel exerciser. I didn't ring my bell. In case you didn't know, it's loot up in here. Talking about vibrators and shit. Kegel, Kegel exerciser. All right. Uh, it, the, it. Okay. The Kegel exerciser connects via Bluetooth. Once connected, it guides users through a workout, tracks progress and improvement, and even claims to make doing Kegel exercises fun. Who would have thunk it? Oof. Is there not more? They said there was nine of them. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna. I gotta click through. Okay. Okay. What's going on? Oh, that's funny. They blur out the ones that look like dicks and stuff. That's funny. Valentine's Day. Okay. Wait. 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 Hold on. Levents Lush Two. Uh, uh Um. Uh. Pause. Pause the podcast. Um, this powerful little Bluetooth vibrator is designed to be worn in the bedroom while claiming it to be discreet enough to worn outside of it too. Uh, don't do that. That's weird. Don't take your, don't take your kink outside of your, your house. I think, unless you're going to another person's private residence in which to perform the kink. Don't subject other people on the street willy nilly to your kink. Whether they're like known knowing about it or not i don't i don't know i i don't i'm uncomfortable by that (laughs) gonna just what is this it's too flat what is that oh you can't call a product that also why don't you make it 69 dollars that's a free dollar and more people would buy it the vibratissimo for 68 american dollars uh, vibratissimo panty buster Ugh. again with the discreetly in public nonsense the app lets you or your partner hundreds of miles away operate the vibrator through a smartphone the privacy and security problems with this device are many and well documented so there you go don't buy that Anyway, that's um sex toys are weird in the in the uh 
in the the age of the internet, sex toys are uh, getting more buck wild. Also, they're encouraging you to use them outside of your house, and I do not agree. Do not like that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ding the bell again. I got another little one here, and I thought I'd just throw it in uh, as a little fun extra tidbit. Um, this comes from History Extra dot com no byline on this one well all right um oh rachel dining dinning dinning there's two ends in that one um this is uh, about henry the sixth may have had a quote sex coach unquote plus four more curious facts about his life we are not gonna read those they're not that fun um the first one is good when henry's wife Margaret of Anjou, Anjou visited the king's bedroom. There were sometimes joined by, quote, trusted attendants. Um, pious, simple, and Puritan. This is how Henry VI is often described. So he's like a button-up um, uh, lover of Christ. Basically a monk, I guess. Um, he was... Uh, apparently very bad at sex um that henry the sixth may have had a quote sex quote coach in his in the marriage bed i guess this was at a time when like people were still sleeping in separate bedrooms which like i condone because um sleeping next to somebody blows because i'm a i'm a sleep kicker y'all don't want any of that um they had trusted attendants in the bedroom. Um, uh, here's a quote from somebody. Um, I think it's entirely possible that it had reached a certain point where perhaps it became necessary to make clear to him, this is the king, uh, what he should be doing. Uh, this couldn't be done publicly in uh, a way at all. The king's chamber is the most private place where you could be having this conversation or indeed checking what was going on. Um, so that's neat. Um, he was, no, I'm too, Christ flows through me. I'm too pure for this. Uh, I need a sex coach to assist me. Um, in, in my lovemaking to my Christian wife. So that's fun. That's it. That's all I got. I thought it was funny. It's a little funny. Please help me make love to my wife. Love, Henry VI. Mm. Oh, heartburn. <laughs> do advice on this show uh you should send me questions i'm in desperate need of questions um acidpodcast at gmail.com or send me a voice message on the anchor app somebody did that last week and i'm very thankful you'll hear that later but uh, i got these uh regular old text questions 
hey, for the past month or so, I've been thinking that I might be on the ace and or arrow spectrum, but I'm scared to talk about it with people. I told my parents and close friends a year ago that I'm bisexual, and they're all fine with it. But I'm afraid if I tell my parents that I might be on the ace arrow spectrum, I feel like I'll disappoint them. Uh, I know my mom really wants me to have children, and if I'm arrow ace, she'll know it's unlikely I'll ever get kids. I don't want kids in general, but yeah. And I'm pretty sure my dad doesn't think it's a real thing. Uh, I really don't want to disappoint my parents, and I have no clue what to do. From Elk. All right. So here's the skinny on uh, on disappointing your parents. You, uh, you're probably gonna at some point. Um, if your parents have unrealistic expectations of um, the the fruits of your loins, then um, episode title. Um, then that's on them. Like, that's not your problem. Like, they can't dictate your life um, as much as some parents may want to do that. Um, they can't make you do anything, um, especially when you're an adult. Like, fuck. <laughs> um, so they should... They're, that's mean if they do that, and they should um, probably go to therapy and figure out why they want um, – why their only expectation is not just I want my child to have a healthy, healthy and happy life. Like that's that's something that they should sort out, and that shouldn't – the burden of that should not be – um, on you. Um, that being said, um, to prepare for your dad who's not, um, who you think might not think it's a real thing, um, just go in ready to answer questions. Um, if he's just unreceptive, I don't know. My advice is just like, don't engage and just be like, okay, cool. Bye. Uh, which sucks. Um, if you have like a good relationship with them, I don't know. Dads are weird. So like at a certain point, I'm just like, uh, have as don't, unless you have a good one with your dad, like don't, don't worry about it because dads are being weird. Um, don't like stress out about it. Just do your thing. Um, which is like not super good advice, I'll admit, but I don't know. That's just my own personal take on dads. <laughs> um, and the, the, the part where your mom really wants you to have kids, um, uh, a lot of straight people uh, don't have kids on purpose. So, like, those things are not being ace or um, 
and not having kids. It's not like actually related, but like I could see how she might be like, well, that's it. Nail in the coffin for this one. Um, but that's a reality, whether or not you just stay, um, solely bisexual or if you decide that you're ace, um, on some part of the spectrum. So like, uh, probably i don't i don't know your parents probably if you've already told them that you're bisexual um there's a pretty good shot that you are not gonna have um kids anyway and also also being being bi or ace doesn't stop anyone from acquiring a child there are other ways to do that um uh, you can always go to your local orphanage and adopt a child. I don't know how that works. I have no idea how that works. Um, I'm assuming it's just like a pet. You go pay $50 to the um, the ASPCA is for animals, so it's probably CSPCA for Child Services Protective Animal Stuff. Um, uh, so I assume it just works like that. Um, it probably doesn't. I bet you like you have to pass a test or something. I have no idea. Um, so those things are also not related, right? Um, and maybe that's a point you want to bring up, but this is just, I don't maybe that maybe that puts too much emphasis on well I could when you really don't want to. I would just approach it from that angle and be like, uh, no matter what orientation I have, I'm probably not gonna have any kids. Sorry, mom. Um, I don't know. Like this is a relationship you have for your whole life, probably. So best just be honest and 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 be like, No, mom, I don't want to have kids and also I'm X or Y or Z or all three sexualities. And these are different from each other. These are not actually related. Um, Cause you may change your mind about any of these things because uh, lives are long and stuff happens and people change and sexuality is fluid and all that stuff. So, I guess to sum up, just disappoint your parents. <laughs> um, just do it. Like, just pull, just rip the bandaid. Just do it. Like, you're going to be fine, and they're going to be fine. Um, probably. Uh, maybe. <laughs> just rip the, just rip the bandaid. That's all assuming you have like a good solid relationship with your parents. If you have if you're on like rocky terms, I don't know, tread lightly. I don't know your whole family dynamic. So like if you think if 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 this is more just um you want to keep them up to date with your uh life and stuff, then uh, disappoint away but if like this is if, if if like it could actually 
if you don't feel like safe disappointing them, um, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna advise you to just, I don't know, need to know basis for everything. <laughs> you know, like protect yourself first, but, um, most, most of, I'm assuming you have a decent relationship with them and that you could just go disappoint them and it's fine. I think that's it. That's it. Um, I hope that helped. I identify as Gray Ace, and I'm a helpless romantic. My aesthetic attraction is so high, and I keep getting uh, attracted to people that I just met. Then I started fantasizing. At times when someone I'm attracted to seems to want to get closer with me, I'll push them away. Uh, my last relationships before, uh, uh, I realized I was gray. And when my ex-partners are quite sexual, I don't feel... Um, oh, this question has some grammar in it. Before I realized I was gray, and when my ex-partners are quite sexual... I don't feel any, so I thought I'm weird. I'm going to assume you don't mean, you mean sexual feelings. Um, so kind of trapped in wanting a relationship, but I am scared of the sexual relationship afterwards. What do you think I should do? Should I treat my hopeless romantic romanticness and try to control my fantasies? Or should I just deal with whatever is sexual because I'm gray and not ace, says a friend, question mark. And my close friends are saying I'm lying about being great ace due to my romantic fantasies and aesthetic attraction uh, crushes uh, that I start feeling. No one understands. Should I start questioning myself? This is a lot in this question. Um, off the top, uh, right off rip, don't let other people tell you how you identify or view yourself. That's not cool and they shouldn't do that and you should probably tell them that they shouldn't do that um that's fucked up <laughs> i do not like that i'm sorry you have to deal with that um uh, it, it's most likely just a lack of understanding about what being gray ace actually means um it sounds like they don't understand the split attraction model, which I'm assuming that you're that you abide to just based on um, your your splitting in the question of romantic and aesthetic and sexual and all that stuff. Um, you've put those um, in neat little boxes. Um, so that being said. Um, don't this, this goes back to other questions that I've had in the past, which are like, um, I'm some shade of ace, but not, um, but I'm some kind of romantic and I'm worried that people that I tried to date will want to sex me. Um, and personally, I'm, of the opinion you should just be upfront about it and be like, Hey, by the by, I'm, um, 
I'm I'm ace, and we may never ever ever do it. Um, just be upfront about it. Um, I would not advise you to quote just deal with whatever is sexual, because I'm gray a. Don't don't if you don't want to do the sex, don't do the sex. Uh, that's that's my tip. <laughs> Um, just because you have the capacity to feel sexual attraction sometimes doesn't mean you have to do the sex whenever you don't want to. So I don't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um. Hmm. It sounds like to me that your aesthetic attraction is sort of like causing other people to get mixed signals, maybe. Because, um, like, if you – my understanding of aesthetic attraction is it's, like, not something that, like, typically gets acted on unless you're, like, trying to enter some sort of QPR, queer platonic relationship situation – um, and then it, it might be a factor in that, but usually it's more about the romantic attraction, but like, I can't speak for everyone. Um, and maybe the vibes you're putting off being aesthetically attracted to people is getting crossed with being sexually attracted to people. And so therefore when they want to get closer to you, you're like, Oh no, pass. Gotta go. Um, You may just, like, need to sit with um, being, like, someone who's extremely um, romantic and aesthetically um, attracted to someone. And you, just, you may just need to, like, sit on that before you decide to act on it and, like, actually sort out your feelings. Like... Don't don't rush into stuff because maybe um, you're getting mixed signals about what you actually want out of relationships that you're like working on forming. Um, it is okay and good. To want a romantic relationship as someone on the A spectrum, you should want that. If that's something you want, you should go for it. Um, just, you know, before you start involving other people, just, like, make sure you you know what your boundaries are so that you can com uh, communicate clearly to people uh, later on about what your boundaries are. Um, and I think until you can, like, get a firm grip on, on, on that, you should maybe not try to date. Um, that's, that's my tip. <laughs> um, 
yeah, to sum up, just don't, mm, don't let your friends tell you what your sexuality is. That's just fucked up, and you shouldn't take that. And you should absolutely um, be like, hey, why are you, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you like this? Don't. This is my sexuality, and it's don't don't tell me how to how to do it. Um, be prepared to answer questions about both being gray, ace the split attraction model, um, what aesthetic attraction is, because these are foreign concepts to a lot of people outside of the spectrum. Um, so just be prepared to answer questions when you do, um, confront it. Well, if you do, I'm not saying you have to, but like, if you do, uh, confront your friends about them telling you how to live your life. Um, and then just make sure your boundaries are clear to you so that you can explain them to other people when you decide it's time to date other people. Um, that's Those are my uh, big tips. Big tips. Big tips with Ryan. Episode title. Um, I think that's it. I hope that helped. I did my best with this question. It's kind of a lot. But um, I, I hope that that helped uh, I'm gonna throw in one more I'm gonna throw in uh, I got a voice question um, so I'm gonna put that in here hello my name is Morris my question is um, how do you identify flirting and how do you flirt back I've identified as arrow ace for quite a while and recently I've questioned that uh, due to a particular person coming into my life and I'm wondering how do I tell if they are flirting with me or if they like me uh, pronouns he him and the person's pronouns are she her thank you also your show is really awesome and thanks for that void question uh, you you can send me one of those if you download the Anchor app. We'll talk about it later. Um, so, flirting, flirting is is a thing. <laughs> I um, I uh, I ugh. this is uh, probably my weakest area of understanding about uh, sexual culture is flirting. So. Good luck. No, um, how do you, um, boy, how do you know when you're getting flirted with? Really good question. So good. I wish I knew. Um, <laughs> it's wink, winks and stuff. Oh, God. I have no fucking idea. Um, body language like maybe if if someone's flirting with you maybe they're trying to like get physically closer to you maybe um they're they might um 
laugh at your jokes more than you think they should because they're trying to um, inflate your ego, maybe. Um, maybe look for, um, I guess, look look for... Oh, look for being like uh catered to maybe oof um i i think in some bad movie once someone was like if they touch their hair a lot they're flirting with you which i don't know if i buy but like maybe maybe that's true um how do you flirt back? Just like twirl your hair. <laughs> um, like, is flirting real? Let's bring. <laughs> I don't know if flirting is real because, like, sometimes people just flirt for funsies. Like, I. I People have told me that, like, they just kind of like to flirt. And I don't know what that means because I would assume flirting has an angle of, like, uh, either dating or sleeping with someone. Um, but, like, apparently not. And, like, it's just fun to kind of be a flirt for whatever that means. So, like, maybe flirting isn't real. I wish I could help you more. Um, I just, boy, I don't know anything about flirting. How to flirt. How to flirt. Um, I don't know. It, if it were me and I'm trying to flirt, I would just probably tell jokes. But they're, they would be bad because maybe I'm nervous and um they might be bad bad jokes <laughs> and like tell a bad joke oh okay here we go tell a, a, a not very good joke on purpose uh and then see if they laugh and then be like ha you're flirting because that joke's not very funny Samantha <laughs> um yeah man i wish i knew <laughs> uh that's the that's the nugget yo if you figure out how to flirt let me let me know because <laughs> it's uh um it's something i i feel like i should be able to identify flirting although at this point i would never know because i like don't hang out with new people ever um, and so, and all of them are taken. Are all my friends dating? Like maybe that's an interesting prospect. Anyway. Um, yeah. So if you can figure out some, some dating tips or some flirting tips and how people flirt, uh, let me know. <laughs> um, I, I think that's it. I think that's the show. Uh, all right. That's the show. Um, thank you for uh, listening and putting up with my horse shit. Um, 
I really appreciate it. Um, uh, you should follow me on Twitter at Acepod. You should leave me a review on iTunes or elsewhere. It does help me a lot because I do not advertise my show. Um, uh, and also just tell a friend about the show if you like it then tell a friend that's the only way i uh, get new listeners so uh tell them about it please 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 dear god send me questions um um uh, um i'm pre i'm pre low on the questions so if y'all got y'all got y'all need want need need want need want y'all need one if i <laughs> jesus christ y'all uh um if 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 you or somebody you know and cherish needs some advice from a, a woefully incapable human being, then uh, send them my way. Uh, aceitpodcast at gmail.com. You send me an email. You can also go to aceitpodcast.com. There's a contact form. You fill it out. And I get a little ding-dong on the email thing that says, hey, someone filled out your form. Um, you can also... If you have the Anchor app, Anchor like the thing on a boat, um, you can send me a voice message, like Morris did, and I can put um, I can put your question in the show. It's gonna be in it. So there you go. Um, what else? I think that's it. Thank you to um, Jamie, also known as Raccoon Hearted, on Twitter. Um, I think he's looking for a commission. So if you like the artwork for the show, you should go check out his Twitter, um, see what's up with art, and maybe have him commission you something. Um, he's doing a lot of cute stuff with a kind of ink I don't know what the name is and black paper recently. So that's fun. Um, and then thank you to uh, Red Foreman. Um, their album, Took Too Much, just came out last year late last year it's a very good album they're working on more stuff they did the music for the show it's very good um you should go check them out uh, i believe they're on Bandcamp too so you should give them some money um speaking of money you can go to nobang.zone and become a patron of the show for one dollar a month you get access to the after show each and every week i do an after show which is just me talking about whatever the Look, I want to talk about. Um, so you should go check that out. And speaking of patrons, thank you to my patrons. Uh, Hannah, Sydney, and Anook for your generous contributions every month. I really appreciate it. Um, I think that's it. Um, show until next week keep it sexy keep it ace